Welcome into another episode of OC Fan TV. My name is Zach Barkus. This morning, I'm joined by David Arroyo and Zach Kanata. In today's episode, we will preview Saturday's matchup against Cincinnati. And at the very end of the episode, we have a very exciting announcement. So make sure you stay tuned for that. This is OC Fan TV. You're right over there. I was going to have to burp, but it just never happened. Mm, I feel that. So, yeah, that's how the morning's been going for me. You have two body armors? Yeah, I guess. You yeah, grab two. You know, buy one, you get one for whatever the deal was. So, might as well just grab you are two. Living the good life. Didn't pay for either of those drinks. I uh, got him body armors last yeah, he, two I times. Ordered, and I then ordered. it was your turn for monster, so it just kind of. That's true. Waited perfectly. Oh, heard. So he hit you up too, right? No, he hit no, me. I texted him. Oh, he, he got him yeah. last time. So. Got you. I was going to say, that's funny. For the guy that drives past the 7 Eleven on his way to work every day. One, I don't. Well, to be fair, so do I. It's like the first turn out of my house. All right. So, yes, you do. Just no. take a different way up here for once. I do can, that every swing. morning except for this morning. Yeah. Uh, well, go to 7 Eleven? Uh, on podcast mornings, yeah. Uh, pretty much, yeah. He doesn't function without some sort of caffeine, so. Yeah, that's true. Cincinnati doesn't really function. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Story. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, let's just jump right into it. I mean, Cincinnati preview. We uh, take on Cincinnati at Exploria Stadium at 7.30 on Saturday. Hopefully it's a beautiful day out there. Um, that'll be interesting. Cincinnati coming off 14 games. Without a win. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about it a little bit before, but like this is one of the teams that I hope we set up promotion relegation for, just so they can play against teams of better class than, or, or like not better class, but like more, more suited towards yeah, them. more more at their level. You're saying this, but we would have also been in USL League One three years ago. Yeah. So, so uh, us now. yeah, yeah let's get on our high horse. The thing is, the difference between us and Cincinnati is that they've gone 14 games without a win. That's very true. I don't think yeah. we ever got to that point. You know, it, I mean? it was bad for us, but it it never got to that point. Yeah, and you just pull up their recent form: uh, two games this season, a five nil loss to Austin, and a one nil loss to DC, who also got a red in the 80th minute. Then, even dating back to last season, they lost two one to Atlanta. Uh, they lost two nil to Philly, and they lost six. Uh, was it? Yeah, six three then to Nashville. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Possibly. Wait, a nine goal thriller. There's no holy cow. Yeah. It was full time. Wow. Well, I mean, definitely looks like they're not going to be scoring three goals uh, this season anytime soon, as they've only registered three shots on target all season so far in their first two games. There's no way that's right. Them? I thought that was us. That's oh, us. That's us. My yeah, bad. I was, I was reading that wrong. So we've only <laughs> sh- registered three shots on target. I don't think they've. They they had. They had at least six on target last game. So, but they didn't score, did they? No. Okay. No. The difference is we're a little bit more clinical with what we put what we put out. You say that, but we we scored twice on the season. We scored twice, but out of three shots. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a worrying stat line for me, because, I mean, it could be like you said, we're more clinical with the shots that we put on target, but at the same time, if you look at it. We're just dallying around in the box a lot of the time. We're looking for extra passes. We're not being decisive, and we're losing the ball in that final third, I feel like, is the story of 
our attack in the first two games so far. I would say I, I am worried if if we played anyone other than Cincy. Uh, Cincy is the one team that I could like confidently say I think we'll we'll put out more shots against Cincy than we have this whole season so far. Well, I would hope so. If we don't, there's a bigger problem here. I feel like. I feel like it's been a story with Orlando City for a while, though. We we always try to find that extra pass, and I don't know if it's just because that's what I want to see is a struggle for some reason in the final third. Um, but I feel like it's been that since we almost joined MLS, and it's just like, take a shot. You don't know what can happen. You look at that. The one goal that always rings through in my head is when Breck Shea combined with Kaká. It was on like the top, it was top left corner of the 18, and Breck was just like, yeah, I'm going to hit it. Hits it with the outside of his left boot and curls it far top right corner. It's just like, see what happens when you take a shot? Yeah, that's why I love Daryl. He was never afraid to just, just take a uh, take a hit. No, yeah. That was one of his first... The f- Same thing with Nani. Like, even yeah, outside would hit the it, box, yeah. he'd still hit it. You, but you just don't have that player. Yeah, I say that, but Nani and DK were literally there not but six months ago. Um, well, we don't have them anymore. Which yeah. Is- so it's either Facundo coming out of his shell, Mauricio not trying to find the final pass every single time and maybe just taking a shot. Uh, Benji, uh, Benji likes to shoot sometimes. Um, Pato can not hurt his knees. We haven't seen enough of Kara, Vandervater. Haven't seen enough of him this season either. Yeah, I mean, I know both of you guys are confident about the game against Cincy, but I don't know. I'm not as confident, especially after seeing them hold the uh, DC to a one goal game there and it was very evenly matched up throughout it I mean possession was split 51-49 they actually had more shots on target than DC did 12 shots from inside the box so you know with the struggling that we've seen from us to find that final ball in the box I know our defense is solid so that you know I do think we can keep the clean sheet plus with the addition of Janssen coming back coming back we're, suspension. we're bolstering ourselves from last week but I just don't know if one we're going to be able to gain the control in the midfield enough to be able to get enough balls fed into the box and two if we're going to have the finishing touch to be able to put the goal away to, to give us the advantage here yeah, you referenced that uh, the DC game for Cincinnati, but DC is really not that great of a team. Yeah, I was gonna say they're kind of on the decline. They've lost yeah. Paul Ariola, who was probably one of their key players. Uh, their defense is kind of in shambles, to be honest with you. You're not. Uh, yeah, they beat Charlotte three zero. They also allowed eleven shots from Charlotte. Yeah, one point oh nine expected goals. Yeah, but at eleven shots. Stat line is an MLS stat line. They like, both had the same amount of shots, but DC won three 0 See, that's what I'm saying though. Is like that stat line is not crazy for them to have eleven shots. You know what I mean? It's, it's just also Charlotte. What do we know about Charlotte? You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, not much. It's just I I don't know, man. I'm I'm not. Orlando City's done it to me too many times, and. If there is a game for Cincinnati to go on the road and get an upset win, I feel like it is against us, especially with uh, the the ability for us not to find the back of the net in the first two games. I don't think so because I mean we we still played well in the Chicago game, who are 
a much tougher opponent than Cincinnati. We did that away at Chicago, which we probably should have came back with three points if that junior goal didn't get disallowed. Did we so, really play well, though? We played, we played better than Chicago. We were definitely the better team that night. Yeah, but would you consider that playing well? I think, yeah, I think that performance against Cincinnati would see us go up two or three goals. Yeah, probably. I would agree. With no shots on target? Well, with Cincinnati, you're going to get shots on target. Uh, Chicago are a harder team to, to pick apart than Cincy. I mean, I agree with that. I just, like I said, I don't know. And the thing is, Cincy this year, they're tied for last in goals conceded with three per match, sorry. They're tied. On average. Geez. Yeah, on average. Yeah, they, well, they had the one against, the 1-0 the against D.C. and the 5-0 against, against Austin. Austin. Austin yeah. Which, again, Austin came out and put another five-goal game out there. So, or four-goal. It was a four-goal. No, it was 5-1. Well, it was 5-1. Five, 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 so that's why yeah. they're, yeah. So, you know, we'll still have to see if that's a crazy scoreline, too, and if Cincinnati is really that bad, or if, Austin is just that good this year, and they're able to just put shots on target. I, like I, I said, that's like a testament to both. I think Austin this year will will see a little bit of a rise from what they accomplished last year, and I think Cincinnati are, are kind of on a, a more like uh, what is it, like a downhill slope. It's a really downhill slope though, because where they I think they've le- they just leveled and been garbage ever since they came into the league. Yeah, so I guess it's just a continuation of that. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just more critical than you guys are. I just see that, feel like there's more potential from our team. I didn't like the performance that we put out there against Chicago. I did not. I wasn't super happy with the performance that we had the first week of the season. Um, definitely wasn't perform happy with the, the preseason because, you know, but that yeah. is preseason, you know what yeah. I mean? I wasn't going to put too much on that, but... You know, I'm not saying that we're going to lose this game. I definitely think we can keep a clean sheet. Our defense is solid. I just don't know if we're going to be able to get that that goal that pushes us. That I think we'll get a goal, and I think, I mean, to have another clean sheet would be amazing. To start the season off with three, that'd be incredible. I don't see Cincy as that much of an attacking threat to us. I think we'll control possession. I don't see anyone in their midfield that'll that really like stands out to me or scares me. I think Mo will have a field day. No, what they're going to do against us is they're going to sit and try to break because that's what they're going to have to do. Most likely, yeah. Which we've seen us get out of position so many times so far this season, yet we haven't faced a team that's been like that. You know what I mean? But you know Robin is very good at defending the break. Antonio is very good at defending the break. Juan has pace. They are, but the, our left side scares me with Joao. And we, we see a lot of our time a lot of the time that everybody ends up on the right side of the pitch, leaving Joao by himself more than likely on that left side. I'm not saying that, again, I'm not saying that we're going to lose this game. I'm saying we're going to face a different tactic and that we haven't seen a team play yet because they've all been coming out and trying to create and trying to attack and score their own goal rather than come off the counter. And I just don't know that this right. is going to be as easy of a game as everybody thinks it is. But the thing is, even though it may be a different tactic, how well would it actually come off? Because we've seen so far from the past two games that since you're incapable of not conceding a goal, and they're also incapable of scoring and winning. So far, yeah. So then what you were just talking about is going to move me into my first point, or I guess it was all of us. Um, 
Uh, the question is, being that we're playing Cincy, are we going to try a new formation or are we going to come out in the same style? I'm going to kick it off and say that if they're going to try to just sit back, if they do, then I say, I say we go to a three-back, just Robin Antonio and Schlegel or Robin Antonio and, and Kyle Smith. Let, let Facundo go left wing back, and then we can go Cara, Pato, and Benji up top in those front three. Ruan, right wing back, and whoever in the middle. So then the we don't have to worry about Joao on the left because either Antonio or Robin will be out left or Schlegel, whatever the mix of the three is. I really... Schlegel's more prone to getting a yellow card, but I really trust all three of them defending against the break. So who would, would you see Facundo go out left? Oh, left, and then if he wants to roam into the middle, and then we have Benji on the same side, and he kind of drops a little bit. If Facundo moves into the middle and Benji kind of drops, yeah. Or you even you put, put Benji at left wing back, and then let Facundo go more attacking. Left wing back, so you want to kind of play like a Chelsea five back? Kind of, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, definitely, if this if they we're looking to test something early in the season, this is the game that we need to do it at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that way, if we do make a mistake in the first half, we can switch back to old faithful type of deal and go for the goals in the second half. Mm-hmm. But I don't see Oscar doing that personally. No, he did it a lot last season. We switched formations like nobody's business. Yeah, but I I just uh. I feel like it's too early for him. I feel like he's still trying to figure out his best 11 at this point of who he wants to put consistently in the starting lineup every week. So, Especially with the new players that are coming in, I don't think it'll be that beneficial if we keep on switching formations. Well, we haven't switched formations yet. Exactly. So what do you mean keep on? I'll tell you what you said last season. We, we swapped like no one's business. Oh, great. So if we if we keep on doing that with new players, they'll kind of be like, what's going on? I guess it'll be like. It's well, it's only one switch. If it doesn't work, you just go back to what's been working. No, but he's saying so if, 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 if he if did what he did last year, and he continued to switch formations consistently, yeah, I think it's better to just hold one one formation. Yeah, it should be, but sometimes you have to change your tactics depending on who you're playing. So if you tell them the reason is we're playing Cincinnati, they're probably going to try to sit back and break. So we're going to play this way. Like, that's, the players should understand that. And it's not like, oh, we're changing formations and tactics all the time. It's like, no, we were doing this to win this game. Or else, do you want to be more vulnerable, or do you want to switch formations every six games? Just like you got to play your strengths. I'd not play a five-back against Cincinnati. It's not, it's not really a five-back, though. Because you know Ruan's getting forward. Then you know that Benji and Facundo both want, are attacking players. They're both going to want to be up. So then you just have... One of your two midfielders, you either play Mo and like a junior, and you have junior kind of sit back and it can turn into a four back, or whatever other combination you want to have in there, and yeah, like someone plays as Jorginho, then it's like a four back. Yeah, this is definitely a game that you know I've been saying for the past couple of weeks. I'd like to see Facundo in that central midfield role, so he he he's, has room to move around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is a game that I could see, you know, if, if that was something Oscar was potentially thinking about doing, we could see him playing something somewhere there, being a more central role, able to roam around and stuff like that, give Mo some rest, you know, in a game that we may not necessarily need his leadership qualities and stuff like that. He is getting up there in age, you know what I mean? So 
even if he comes on for Facundo in like exactly, the seventy, you know what I mean? Just yeah. let him rest up a little bit, and then something that you know, if if that's something Oscar is thinking about doing, this is a game that we could see him making that potential move. Mm-hmm. So if if Mo doesn't start, and you see um, what's it called, Facundo. Uh, going into that cam role, who do you see as the other center mid that takes that spot? So it's like I said before, we're going to switch to the 4-3-3, and Facundo is going to play that false nine role. We're not going to have a true attacking midfielder. We're going to have um, Urso, Araujo, and um, Sabas all on the pitch at the same time, but we're going to allow Sabas or Araujo to get more forward to play with Facundo as well. So, What about Junior, though? Junior and it, it'll either be Junior and Araujo or Junior and Sabas that'll play that more holding role. Yeah, if they're in the triangle, they can also rotate. Well, no, because I'm just saying because if what's it called? If Akundo's in that in that cam spot, you only have two other. He's not in the cam spot. He's not in the cam spot. No, it's, it's a four-three-three holding, like oh, okay. flat. Yeah. So he's gonna play that number nine role where he's, he's gonna play that. Striker. He's going to play a false nine where he's going to drop back and you're going to have Benji, Pato, Vanderwater, Pato, Benji, Vanderwater, whatever combination you want to do, that'll be able to advance forward. No, I got you. So if that's, you know, that's where I would play him because he's, I don't think he's a true Cam, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think allowing him to play that false nine gives him the ability to roam around without being detrimental to positioning in any aspect of the game, you know what I mean? I have a question for you guys. You keep uh, Pato in your starting lineups, or do you guys want to see Carr get some minutes here? I want to see. <clears throat> I want to see Carr get the start. We haven't. We've seen him for a total. Of, I think it's under forty minutes. So, actually seeing him, he would then surpass his minutes total for the whole season. Hopefully, if he starts his game, and I, I think everybody would kind of like to see him get a little bit more time on the pitch. Yeah, I definitely think he should get the nod. I mean, again, it's since he, it's a, it's a game for him to be able to get some legs underneath him, be able to maybe get back his first goal, get some confidence. Yeah, I'd personally probably like to see Pato start, and then I'd like to see Carr come off the bench. If if things aren't working out for Pato, I'd like to see Carr come on maybe at halftime. I don't think Oscar would do that though. He has been this year making making smart subs. You know what I mean? He's, He's made subs yeah, enough, he did yeah. the first the first game he took off. Someone in the he took off. At half, um, Andres came off yeah, for Andres came off for Junior, and that changed the game. Which I think that could be another sub. I know not another sub, but putting um, Jesus, putting on Cara for um, Pato, that could be like a, a nice little super sub right there at a half. If things aren't working out well for us, but I think we'll be able to, to catch one or two in the first half. I mean, you can't be mad at keeping the goal scoring man in in. You know the formation yeah, in the team, so tied for our leading goal scorer right now, two games in. <laughs> a singular goal. Ooh. Him and Benji, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I see why you want you would want to keep uh, Pato in there, but why not give Carr his first start against Cincinnati? Like, there's no reason not to, unless he's got a little knock, and that's the only I reason have, he's still coming off the bench. Like, yeah, I have nothing against Carr starting. It's just like I'd probably like to see Pato start. Keep it consistent. Yeah. Keep him. Keep him in his form. I I can see it. In his form. He's got a, he's got a goal this year. So which is more than he had. Yeah, last I was year. gonna say we were talking all last year about how he wasn't involved in anything when he was when he was 
he wasn't like, really involved against Chicago. He didn't look great. We weren't involved against Chicago. <laughs> the thing is, he's played more games this year than 75% of the season last year. Your, your point being? Keep him healthy. Yeah, I mean, minutes. you can't really rate him poorly it, in the game against Chicago when we literally had a total of zero shots on target and four shots in total where he, as a number nine, is not getting fed the ball. You know what I mean? He's coming back and trying to do stuff, but as you drop back, you know, he can't score goals from back there. We need to get him minutes before his his knees run out, in my opinion. That's also true. <laughs> so putting him on the bench for one game against the worst team in the league well, is going to hurt him. Put him on the bench, you, you never know. Knocking on wood. That's... Uh, Everybody, we're just going to move on from this before we, we curse the man. But the reason that he got hurt last year is because he did start. It was, what, our first game of the season. Your point being, again. Uh, we, we need to make the most of him while he's still with us. What he's he played, what, five five games for us. In a, in a season and a couple of games. So <laughs> the more minutes you play him, the faster he's going to run out? So give him a little rest? We played two games. He got hurt in 70 minutes last season. That was that was a horrible challenge. Yeah. One. Who says it doesn't happen against with 36-year-old Jeff Cameron at center back in Cincinnati? I think we just need to move on from this conversation before we just end up hurting ourselves. And now all we have to talk about is Teshawak and Belly. Oh, who we haven't seen much of, which I can, I'm okay with. But somebody else that we haven't seen very much of is Sabos. Yep. Do you guys have any idea of why we aren't seeing very much of him? Is this Oscar trying to give Araujo a shot? Is Sabos not doing something in practice that Oscar wants to see? Like, I don't know, because Sabos, he looked good in the preseason games we went to. I was going to say, I, I mean, then, the yeah, minutes, he, he didn't look bad, so. Yeah, it was that, and then the first game came and uh, Andre started over him, which kind of baffled me. I knew Junior wasn't healthy, so. Or not, not that he wasn't healthy, but he probably wasn't fit to go full 90. But I expected Sabos to start in that position over Andres. Ultimately, that didn't work out. So I think... I think okay, what were you going to say? I, say? I think Sabos should get a nod to start yeah. against Cincy. I was going to say, my only reason is thinking that Poppy sees something in Araujo and wants to give him the minutes because he's young. Um, get the experience in the league, but why not? I mean, yeah, you got Junior, too. Andres sitting there. But you got to keep everybody happy. So I feel like if Sabos doesn't get minutes, then he's going to be like, what What have I done wrong to not get these minutes, whether it's not performing as well as Araujo doesn't practice or Ursa doesn't practice. Uh, I don't know that, but, yeah, I, I don't, I'm confused also. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, he in years past has been considered our most solid midfielder, I feel like, at, at moments in times. We've we've seen him be the most consistent and, you know, most creative at points in time. So it's kind of interesting to see that he hasn't even made an appearance this season, like mm-hmm. in an actual – getting actual minutes. The only time we saw him is the preseason. And meaningful minutes, we didn't see Vanderwater in the squad against uh, Chicago. I was dealing with a bit of a knock. Yep. He should be back. He should be in the squad this week. Do we start him, or does he get meaningful minutes off the bench? I'm sorry, but did, did he get the knock from the first game? 
Mm. Or was it something that happened in practice? I think he picked it up in practice. I, I, was gonna I say don't that, remember yeah. him going down in the match. Uh, it was a hamstring thing. So, I mean, it could have happened during the game and he just toughed it out. But, I don't Club doesn't release anything injury-wise. He went down at some point. Maybe I'm thinking of the preseason game he went to. I don't the, know. The first open preseason game. I, I could have sworn he went down, but... Right, the one at, uh, on the Osceola Heritage Park? Yeah, that one. He did. I know, I know he got hurt there, but I, I could have sworn he got hurt sometime there, during the first game. I feel like that's a month ago now, though, it, you know, yeah. the preseason match. So it, it could be a persistent something that's nagging him, but... I think regardless, it'd be nice to see him get a start today. Or not today, sorry, geez. For this game, it'd be nice to see a little a change at that right wing spot. Yeah. She's coming off a knock, yeah. Maybe not. Don't want to re-aggravate it, but I, I like I wouldn't be mad at seeing like, Vanderwater minutes. Oh, sorry. Say? I was gonna say I'm not. I wouldn't be mad at seeing him get minutes. I'd just rather not him re-aggravate it and make it worse. Yeah, we doesn't have to play a full ninety. I don't know why, but like he's just one of those players that. He, he goes into challenges hard, and I swear he always seems to, like, come off limping at some point in the game. Not come off limping, but he always seems to have, like, some sort of limp in a game. Yeah, it seems like he's definitely the type of player that puts his body on the line, and it doesn't seem to pay off to, for him all the time. It does seem like he picks up little knocks and stuff like that. But, yeah, i definitely like to see a good 30 minutes from him, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd like to keep the, you know, Benji and... Uh, and uh, Facundo and my starting lineup. I'd like to keep both of them there. But I, w- I want to see him come in. I wouldn't even do that if he came in at half for yeah, you're right. somebody. I don't, I don't think, now think about it, he probably shouldn't start. But I, I would like to see him get a lot of minutes. Yeah, I, I admit, you're probably right mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, crazy. Well, scoreline predictions for this one, boys? 3-0 to the good. Alright. I was gonna I was gonna say three nil, but um I won't copy you, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go two nil. Another clean sheet to the books. I agree with the clean sheet. Are you gonna go nil nil? No. Alright, good. <laughs> no, I I definitely like I I say we're going to win this game. I just don't think we're gonna walk all over this team like everybody thinks we are. You know what I mean? I think they're gonna surprise us a little bit. I say a 2-0 victory for us. All right, so 2-0, 2-0, and 3-0. Yeah, I think that's that's a very reasonable scoreline. Yeah. Either I'm going to have my own Ted Lasso remarks of it's a hope that kills you, come back and bite me in the ass, or I'm going to be happy. So Yeah. <laughs> Goal scorers. Goal, Goal scorers. Facundo gets his first. Okay. Um, then, oh, it's just kind of... Facundo gets his first. Mo scores on a pen. Vanderwalder off the bench. Nice. Dave? I'm going to go Antonio off of a corner. And I'm going to go Benji gets himself one. I'm going to go Facundo bags himself an assist to Cara, who bags himself his first goal. Because he should be starting, in in my opinion. And we're going to see um, Urso from outside the box. Get his revenge. Get a strike from outside <laughs> the box 
where there's going to be some spaces for him to shoot. So I, w- I was thinking about saying that, but I was like, ah, it can't happen two <laughs> games in a row. I was thinking maybe another Sabos screamer. If we see Sabos, yeah. Imagine. Yeah, that w- mm. <clears throat> no, I was gonna, I was gonna say that would be his first game after the Montreal game, but he he played in the Nashville playoff. He had to have played in the Nashville playoff game, right? I have no idea. Honestly. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. That game is a blur for me. I was sitting in a cabin watching it on like a 20-inch TV in Georgia. That that was an experience. <laughs> you weren't there with us. Yeah. Oh. Well, that game was away, right? That yeah, was that a was away. We were, uh, I think we were at your house. Yeah, I believe so. So, mm-hmm. speaking of away games. Boy, do we have news for you. Orlando City Fan TV is working on some exciting stuff with Tin Roof Orlando that we are going to go ahead and announce to you guys right now. Um, not the date, but like what we're going to do. Well, we have a watch party. April 16th. Yeah, April 16th. April 16th. Saturday against Columbus. Yep. Should be a big match of the Eastern Conference. Show out 7 p.m. Again, Saturday, April 16th at Tin Roof Orlando and I Drive. Uh, should be a good time. We got drink specials, uh, special guests, giveaways. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have live music before and after the uh, game. So come out pregame beforehand, catch some live music, and then um, catch us at halftime with our special guests to get a little breakdown of the first half. And we'll do some giveaways and stuff like that. And then please hang around to uh, hopefully celebrate the victory over Columbus that day with the live band at night where we will continue our drink specials. Um, we should be doing Elhimor specials. Shout out to Orlando City for finally getting that that uh, sponsorship together. So if you're a tequila fan, you definitely want to show out. Yeah, Rip Bryce. Yeah, well, Bryce, is, Bryce is going to have a good time. <laughs> if you want to if you want to hear some really hot takes, you got to come out and you got to talk to Bryce after. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, by hot takes we mean Terrible takes. <laughs> terrible, terrible takes. Terrible takes that make absolutely no sense. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned to our social medias to hear more about w- the bands playing, the uh, special guests that we may have showing up, and uh, the exact drink specials that we will be offering. All right, all right. We will talk to you guys on the next podcast after what well, the Cincinnati match. That's the one that we just talked about, and I forgot who we were playing. Nice. Um, the match after that? No. We'll talk to him after the Cincy match. Oh, I thought you were trying to figure out the next opponent. No, you're just a little special. I am. All right, let me get back on with the outro because that's what we're doing. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys possibly Saturday night, uh, if not Sunday afternoon slash morning. Um, make sure to pay attention to our social medias and see where we will be posted up outside the stadium to get your live reactions after the game. Remember, it is our Twitter, our Instagram. We will be posting up what gate we will be outside. Come and see us. We can record, we will record your reactions and uh, post them up on our YouTube channel. Our Instagram is at OCFanTV. Our Twitter is at OCFanTV22. Yeah, you guys have a good one. See you guys in the wall. Peace.